Hello, Walter. How you doing today, Bill? Good. Cutting truth. Well, we have a little uh, technical difficulties here. Sounds like Billy's cutting out there. I want to welcome uh, Bill Maxwell from Walterboro. Mitch from Walterboro. He's our guest for today. I'm Danny from Zephyr Hills. I'm Bill Wicked from Maine. Boy. How are we doing today, guys? Let's go, Bill. You're on. All right. Well, you've introduced our special guest for the day, and we got a couple of topics we're going to talk about. First of all, we're going to talk Corona and COVID-19. What do you got to well, say about that, Daddy? Um, down here, we've been dropping. We've been wearing masks in Pasco County in Florida, and things have been dropping. What hasn't been dropping, though, is the rain. But anyway, that's another subject for another time. How about you, Mitch? What are you hearing on the COVID on your end? Well, you know, you mentioned Corona. I was just about to open one of those. But, uh, <laughs> never mind, I guess that's the wrong corona. We're talking about COVID. Well, I'll tell you, I got something, some news for you on that. My son-in-law, who works for the Border Patrol in Arizona, caught it this week, this past couple of weeks. And he was suffering with it. And um, so his wife, my daughter, went out and bought some N95 masks for the kids and her. And neither one of them caught it from him. So the N95 masks do work if you're around somebody with COVID. So, did Mitch, did they get the mask after they found out he was yes. positive with COVID? Yes. Any, so it, any was, idea where he caught it from? He caught it from work. It's going through his whole platoon. So... Yeah, there's a big write-up. Oh. Mikel wrote a big write-up of it on her Facebook page, and there's quite a lot of information on that. If anybody wants to uh, to see it, I can. They can just uh, uh, instant message me, and I will send you on over to that link. So, um, but um, yeah, uh, so Raquel thought she might have had something she had a cold or whatever so she went and got tested and she's they said well we're sure you're going to be testing positive but she did not test positive so uh, she beat it you can beat this thing if you get it so that's the only person i know of that has had covid okay well i don't know i don't know if they're 100 percent sure if you get it or don't get it because I think sometimes their tests are a little far-fetched or well, either that. They don't I don't know, know if they really have a clue either because they're, they're counting deaths too. When you want to talk about deaths, they're counting people with, who have heart attacks, they're counting people who have kidney failures, people who have pneumonia. You know, I definitely don't think that, especially the liberal the liberal states, I don't think they're on the up and up. What do you, what do you think of that, Mitch? Well, I will use an example. Uh, Herman Cain had cancer, but they said he died of COVID. So I have to question that because he had stage four cancer. And um, you're telling me that the COVID is what got him? Maybe the COVID 
pushed him over the edge or something. But um, I really, you know, you can't tell me he can beat cancer and not COVID. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Bill? There's mine. Well, so up here in Maine, and of course, Mitch is from Maine also. And I know that I've known a couple people that's went in for tests. And one person said the line was so long because they have yeah. to stay in their car. And they had another appointment they had to be at. So they got out of line, left, never had the test. But yet they got a letter saying they tested positive. So, so how how is this? How are we supposed to have any faith? We know in these tests. I don't really have any faith in Doctor Fauci either. I don't know what you guys think about that, Bill. Oh, you mean the guy who I think Stavon never played catch with him because throwing out the ceremonial first pitch, (laughs) he made it to first base with it. He didn't get it across yeah. home, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, I think a lot of numbers are fudged. I think the media has tried to put a scare tactic in everyone. Danny, I shared this story with you right here in this hometown of an elderly lady, lived by herself. Somebody went to visit her. She come to the door and she had a mask on. And they said, why are you wearing a mask in your house when you're all by yourself? And her response was, well, that's what they tell us to do on TV. Yeah, you see people wearing masks when they're alone in their vehicles. It it doesn't make a lot of sense to be doing that. I mean, I go, the minute I have to wear a mask where I work, and I won't mention where I work. And the minute I go out, get outside, boom, that mask comes off because you're not required to wear a mask outside. I really think they're one of the most uncomfortable apparatuses. Uh, that you could possibly wear. How about you, Mitch? Do you wear a lot of masks in your job? No, no, I don't. Um, most of the time, the customers that I go to are not wearing a mask, so I don't think I'm required to wear one if they're not wearing one. However, once in a while, I will go to a job they're wearing one. I'll do it out of respect, but I can't breathe in those things. I tell you, it's very hard to, to get your oxygen level where it needs to be with those things on well just think about it you're breathing your carbon dioxide back in again so uh not good not good hey bill i got a question for you and then i want mitch to answer it when the vaccine comes out all right will you be taking the vaccine well to be honest with you i am 54 years old and every year, I do not go out and get a flu shot. So, I take my chances. Now, I probably will do the same thing with this. Until it's proven, boy, you better get it or you are definitely going to die. How then, about, that's a whole different story. But right now, that. I'm gauging it. Yeah, she probably will. She She's at that age where she should. She's now elderly. She does get a flu shot every year. But I have, you know, when they give you these shots, what people don't understand, they think it's a, a miracle drug. What they're really doing is they are giving you a little bit of the virus. That's what it is, a shot. When they give you this vaccine, it is a little bit of the virus that they're giving you, so your antibodies and your system 
can build up the defense and take care of it. Mitchell? Yeah, so this is the way I I will look at that. I'm with Bill on the flu shots. I, I know what's in those flu shots. Um, and I was told by a nurse that they use uh, fetal properties uh, in some of those flu shots. I won't take it just because of that. And if I have any question on what's in the uh COVID vaccine. Uh, I, I got to know what's in it. If I don't know what's in it, I, I won't take it. Even though I am over that age of, uh, you know, I'm, I'll be 65 in October. And I also have underlying problems like diabetes and I've had a heart attack. Uh, so if anyone should take it, I, I should. But I, I have to know what's in it before I'm going to take it. It's just that simple. You, Danny? Um, I'm 60-40 in favor of taking it, but I want to wait to see. I want the guinea pigs to take it first, I think. <laughs> because I want to see if it kills people or, or what. Right. So, right. yeah. Well. All right, folks, it's that time of the show. You heard that noise? Well, I tell you right now, that man can only mean one thing. That's it. Part of the segment. What pisses Danny off? Danny, what pisses you off today? I got so many topics that I'm pissed off about. But right now, I am pissed off at the do-nothing Democrats. They continue (laughs) and to continue to do nothing when it comes to legislature. Just short this week, they wouldn't compromise with the Republicans or the president on a stimulus package. All they do is fight against everything that's out there. Why can't, why can't the Democrats, the do nothing Democrats contribute to Legislation that's for the best of the people in this country. Wow. You know, we can't keep giving people $600 for unemployment when they're only making $300. Because why would you want to go back to work? So the do-nothing Democrats. And the do-nothing Democrats want to give money to the states and the cities who have mismanaged their money. Why would we want to do that? Well, there. Well, Danny's had another episode of what pisses him off, and it's always a treat when we hear that special sound that gives Danny the one minute to really go off on people. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Don't you enjoy that part of the show, Mitch? The other thing I'd like to add to that, the $400 is above what they're already getting for unemployment. So they're already drawing uh, on 70, I think it's 75% of their employment. And then the $400 is added to it. So well, why would you want to go back to work? They ain't heard it. They they're getting $600 right now. Right. They get, they're getting 600 of right. what they're already making through unemployment. So quick. Trump just, just reduced it to 400. I don't see nothing wrong with that. It's a compromise, you know. What's wrong with it? I know we need to move on with the show. But how about how about you just go yeah. back to work? Well, anyways, going on, touching 
touching back to COVID a little bit, here's, here's a strange, I want you both to think of this one. I'm going to tell you a little story. Now, you both ponder that. Up here in Maine, a couple communities have been on a, quite a few months ago, a plastic bag ban. No more plastic bags. Have paper. Have paper. Or bring your own tote, tote bag. Reusable bag. Then COVID hit. So you go into these stores with your own reusable bag, and they look at you like you're bringing in the plague. They t- the the clerks tell you, "I can't touch that. You got to pack your own stuff." So then, when you ask them, "Well, okay, pack it for me, and I'll take my bag back." Guess what? They're packing yeah. the items in plastic <laughs> bags. <Yeah. laughs> Isn't that kind of a double standard? Which is it? Either you want plastic bags or you don't. Are you are you afraid of COVID or you're not? I don't understand. Well, it's just the the society's way now. We're we're cha- we're a changing society. Um, everybody, you can't hurt their feelings. You you know you got to go along. It's like you know alternate power from oil. All we got to do wind power and water power. You know what they got one of the largest wind farms in California, all right? And it produces 1% of all the power in California, and it's doing so much damage to to people, so much damage to the the uh, area around it. Wow, it's just, you know what? Get the crayons and coloring books out. That's all I can say. Well, would either one of you agree with the statement that COVID Corona is nothing more than a media-driven fear. Totally agree. Well, totally. Well, yeah, and they're working with the Democrats on that too. You know, the Democrats wanted this to hurt the Trump economy. If they can crush the Trump economy, which is what Trump is actually running on, then boom, they've succeeded in what they wanted to do. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, it is definitely, um, it, it, you know, if, if a Democrat was in office, take the H1N1 flu, for, for example, it was a pandemic, but they didn't do nothing about it. They just let it run its course. The key yeah, word here, Mitch, is it's an election year. Right. Election year. Every go back and look. Every election year, there's been some sort of deadly virus. Yeah. It's going to kill the world. And it depends whether it's a Republican or Democrat yeah, well, that's in the House. The H1N1 t- was. I don't believe it was an election year, but Biden and Obama was in office, and there was so many more Americans that died of that H1N1 than did this COVID. And they're blaming everything on Trump. They're blaming all these deaths on Trump. What did he do wrong? He didn't do it wrong. He did everything right. So that's right. And going on to death. Okay, let's move on to my next next subject here for the show. And before I throw it out there, I want our listeners to understand that. I know Danny and Mitch quite well. I think they know me quite well. And I am perfectly safe to say that we are not racist people. 
And I want to talk about Black Lives Matter. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I work with a lot of, of, of black people, a lot of Hispanic people. They're all great people. I don't, I don't have a bad thing to say with any of the people I work with. I'm going to say probably at least a third or maybe a little bit more, uh, you know, people that uh, either Hispanic or, or, or black, and they're all good people. Now, I want to tell you something. What happened to George? I can't think of his last name off the top of my head. What happened to him was totally wrong. It, was, it took four individuals to create the chaos, the hate that is going on right now. And what happened to him was wrong. They had no right to choke him out and kill him. Bill? Well, yeah, that's, that's my biggest thing. I mean, I've said this before to you, Dan. You had a you had a bad cop, and no doubt in my mind, the guy should not have been a cop. Local, you know, in even in local towns, you have that situation. You know, some people just shouldn't be police officers. But the guy should not have died. The guy not should not have been choked out. It's tragic. But let's also look at the facts. The guy did have a record. That doesn't mean he deserved to die. Don't take this the wrong way. But this country is putting this guy on a pedestal next to the Pope, okay? And I'm not saying that. I'm not being racist. I don't care if he's black, white, yellow, green, purple, gay, straight, bi, not bi, man, woman, child. I don't care. It, this Black Lives Movement, if you're supporting something, and you've got all these athletes, I'm going to go there, they're taking a knee because they're supporting the movement. Well, after you take that friggin' knee, what are you doing? Are you going out to your local representatives and legislature? Are you testifying in Congress saying, you know, we need to change this and we need to do that? No, you're not. All you're going out is taking a knee, getting a little bit of attention on yourselves, and getting endorsements and padding your pocket. Matt? Well, okay. I'm going to give you a fact. Uh, and you can Google this, because it is on Google. Google Black Lives Matter. And then down at the bottom, there's a donate button. Click on that donate button. Where does that take you? It takes you to the Democratic Party donation site. So, if you want to ask... Huh, isn't that convenient? I agree. Black lives matter. White lives matter. Brown lives matter. Jesus Christ didn't die just for the white people. He died for everyone. Everyone. Everyone's lives matter. That's right. But Every person. Because you know something? You will see. It is the money goes to the Democratic National Committee from the Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Well, every 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 life matters because guess what? When we all get caught, punched, and bleed, guess what color we bleed? That's right. Speaking of red, how about a red wave in November? That's right. <laughs> That's right. But, but anyway. But, but Danny, what about the Black Lives thing? Now, seriously, do you think it's really a movement to change things? Or is, a, is it a movement that helps cover up violence and... 
I think the Black Lives Matter, when it first started out, it was to change things. Right. Now, I think it is more to be destructive and writing because I really do, I agree that the blacks in this country have not been given a fair shake and things are still going on that's not fair. I think things are getting better, definitely better than 20, 30, 40 years ago, but I still think we got a long ways to go. Yeah, I think Morgan Freeman said it correctly in a 60-minute interview quite a few years ago with Mike Wallace, and Mike Wallace asked him about Black Lives Matter. Uh, no, Black History Month. How do you think of like Black History Month? And Morgan Freeman says, I don't like it. He said, would you like a yeah, white man that, history month? That would go and Mike Wallace said, no, I'm Jewish. <laughs> Mike Wallace says, I'm Jewish. And Morgan Freeman goes, well, how about a Jewish history month? Why do you have to single yeah, out I don't know. anybody? Yeah, what do you think? Well, so I'm going to just tell you that when I was a kid, I was brought up to be a little bit prejudiced. I mean, it wasn't real bad, but... Easy now, easy. So, um, okay, so I I might have been used to been a little <laughs> bit prejudiced, <laughs> but today I know the difference as an adult. I know that there are good white people and good black people, and I know there's bad white people and bad black people. So the only time I see a person's color is when they bring it out in a topic. That's the only time. I agree totally. Yep. Yep. That's a, that's right. And I still, these sports, these athletes, you know, I have been disgusted watching the NBA, everybody taking a kneel, and then baseball starting back, back up. I got to give my beloved Boston Red Sox credit. I got to give him credit. There was only three, maybe four, in the whole organization so, that knelt when they came I back started playing baseball. Because I didn't watch that game. Do they show that in every game? The, the national anthem? <laughs> they. When it's. That, they. The, the, all I know is when they came back and started playing, all yeah. the teams did their own little thing. And I get and I give props to the right. St. Louis Cardinals because not one member of the team, organization, trainers, anybody, every one of them stood yeah. during well, the national anthem. There's a place for kneeling and there's a place not to kneel. And I think if you respect the troops who have fought to protect us and give us our freedoms, you won't disrespect them. And that national anthem is something that's important to them, along with the flag. That's right. I have no problem before any event having a moment right. of silence to honor, you know, our movements and our unity in the world. That's their time to get on their knee and kneel. But other than that, there's only one person you should kneel to, right? That should be God when you go that time and go see him at that point in time in your life. That's the only man yeah. you should be kneeling to. Yeah, I think the only place that anyone should kneel is out on the trail. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next week, guys, Mitch is going to come back. He agreed to come back, right, Mitch? 
Yeah, I'll come back. And Bill, do you have topics for next week? Yeah, maybe. Uh, oh, of course we got topics. Next week's topic, all we're going to talk about for the whole 20 minutes or so. Well, we're at the 23-minute mark, so we're going to wrap it up here. But next week, we're going to really cross that line and really piss off some liberals because we're going to talk about the only good reading book that there is that I've never finished. I'll admit, I've never finished it. Right. And that's the Bible. We'll that. So uh, that sounds like a good one. I think there's a lot we can talk about. I hope people come and watch it because, I mean, watch, yeah. Listen to us because we have increased membership. I mean, what do you want to call it? Viewers. We went from eight when we first started to 12 this week, Bill. So, All right. Cool. So wow. We... <laughs> Sponsorships. Do we get paid for this gig? Out. Maybe that's something you could do. There we go. <laughs> Well, well, Mitch, I want to thank you for joining the cutting truth yeah, we this week. Nothing but the truth. Yeah. All right, this, this is Bill from me. This is Mitch from Walderboro. See you next uh, week. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, see you. Same bad time, same bad channel. We don't rehearse this, so we are, we're allowed to make a mistake or two. That's this, is, this is all live. Right off the, the, right off the last hip. Week, last week was proof. Right bad. off the cuff. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye.